NBC's regular daytime programs will return tomorrow. Today, we celebrate the beginning of the holiday season with Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. An anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Before I change my mind! I give you Super Train! Oh, Episode 429, submission number 2456, the 1987 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The 1987 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade aired on NBC on the date of Thursday, November 26, 1987. It aired one time, obviously. We're not going to do the crock block joke there. But that day, it happened to preempt Sale of the Century, Classic Concentration, Wheel of Fortune, and Win, Loser, Draw. All four shows lasted multiple crock blocks. That's more than 16 episodes, the same amount of episodes of Uncle Crocs Block, Husband Brothers Has the Dazzle Show, School, J.J. Starbuck, number of aired episodes of Salvage One, and Tiger King and Misfits of Science, and Will Bush. Ha, I did sneak in a Croc Block reference there. Now, Mike, let's be thankful this was two years earlier when it preempted your numbers up. And as I mentioned to Greg and Chico earlier this week, your numbers up, believe it or not, was supposed to be hosted by Mark Summers. What? He mentioned this on his podcast. His most recent podcast had uh, Jim J. Bullock on it, and he mentioned that he was supposed to host your numbers up, but some power that be, presumably Sandy Stewart, called and said, you're not going to host because we want somebody with more experience. And for that reason, they picked Nipsey Russell because I'm guessing... Star Wars pilots and the jackpot pilot is more experience. So let's go back to 1987. We're going to go to New York City. The weather that day, meh, it's going to be a high of about 55 degrees, but there's a chance of rain. So we're going to try and avoid the raindrops and stay warm in this so-so weather. And there's only one way you could do that during this holiday. You go out, you see the parade. You go see the celebrities. You go see the balloons. You go see Willard Scott. You see the Today Show staff covering the parade. And, of course, the big ending, you had to wait for Santa. Because, you know, once you see Santa, it's officially holiday time. And now look, Willard Scott's wearing a hat and he's waving an American flag. Yes, this would be the first of many changes for the 87 Macy's Day Parade because Willard Scott has been taking over for Pat Sajak. And I did my research. He would go on to host for at least four more years. And this is when my childhood memories of the parade come from when Willard was hosting the parade. And look, we see them march, and look what's right behind them. Spider-Man, because he's making his debut at the parade this year. Okay, our hosts are Willard Scott and Mary Hart. 
So let me just do this real quick because, dear God, they run the credits very fast here. Ben Vereen, Emmanuel Lewis, Patrick Swayze, Bobby Vinton, Goya Loring, Burt Parks, Bobby and the Rockers, Sandra Santiago, Elena Reed, Michael Davian, Rita Coolidge, David Forsythe, Kate Brown, Ed Fry, Joel Schultz, Deidre Hall, Clifton Davis, John Tesh, the Osman Boys, Bruce Wetz, Todd Joyce Brevers, Christopher Hewitt, Greg Sirich's Kids, Bruce Rashad, the Oak Ridge Boys, Pia Zadora, Judy Kay, Cabaret, Lavis Rob, Teddy and Alice, Starlight Express, Into the Woods, Clowns, 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 <laughs> Radio City Music Hall Rockets, Bands, Exclamation Point, NCA Superstar Drill Team, Floats, Exclamation Point, Balloons, Exclamation Point, Spider-Man, Ronald McDonald, Superhero Skate, Snuggle the Bear, and Santa Claus, exclamation point. In red with a white drop shadow. He's important. They sure did, you know, make a point to mention a lot of clowns. What if we have people who are afraid of clowns? What are they going to do? Well, right there, Willard Scott, he's the original clown. Your first Ronald McDonald. And apparently he's a superstar. He's apparently wearing the sailor hat that they wear at uh, Scoops Ahoy. Yeah, because around this time, yeah, Scoops Ahoy would have been at the Starlight Mall on Stranger Things. So I guess that's appropriate. Wait, you said the Starlight Mall? Oh, the Starcourt Mall. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I was going to say if it's the Starlight Mall, well, is there a bus that runs there called the Starlight Express? Not yet. So what we have now... This is a big group of cheerleaders. I didn't see where they're from. They're the NCA Superstars drill team, and they begin every parade. I don't know. I'm going to guess this is on a float because there are some. Yeah, it's on a float. You can see the the, the layers there because some of the uh, drill team members, they are like six levels high, so they must be a good guessing 25 to 30 feet off the ground and actually there's one on top so guessing that person's like 35 feet off the ground chair honors with this morning sioux falls south dakota's favorite daughter one of the great ladies of television entertainment this night or any other night mary hart mary is upstairs at the side of the parade site they're upstairs uptown about two and a half miles mary's been uptown for years at 77th street central park west mary we ought to call this three hours of entertainment today because this is a big show <laughs> hi willard boy i tell you i know it looks exciting down there we should call it uh why don't we say entertainment today we'll get both of our programs into the act you it is so exciting uptown here where the bands are starting to march down and we're seeing the balloons you'll be seeing all of it down there but it really you said it's most exciting day of your life well my heart is palpitating too and the people are so enthusiastic along the parade route here anyway i wanted to know you're such a natural at this have you ever marched or waved along this parade route before well i've worked a couple of times with the today show you know the premiere or the preview of the show but this is the first time i've ever done it myself in person to be the host but what i really want to be one of these days is a giant balloon but in all these 61 years of macy's history there's only been one balloon that was a humanoid that looked like a real person and that was eddie Cantor, the great eddie Cantor, the song and dance man willard knowing you what the 
Good heavens, kill it with fire! Oh my god! What is... That doesn't... You don't look like Eddie Cantor to me! You look like... <laughs> Eddie Cantor's head, and... I don't know, uh... Floating on a giant turtle or something. It looks like it's floating on a chicken! Now, I want to know what year that's from. Now, it's black and white, and I'm guessing it's a still, so it had to be from sometime in, like, the 40s or 50s. Well, to let you know, Eddie Cantor only appeared in the 1934 parade. Oh, good, so it was only one year. That was a still from 89 years ago. Wow. All right, uh, we're going to go to our first break. We have Joel Gray and Cabaret coming up, and who was the other person? Oh, we got the Spider-Man balloon coming up. Oh, he decided to make an appearance this year. Okay. No, yeah. it's Superman. This is Spider-Man's debut. DC, Marvel, whatever. It's all stupid comic books. Don't rate me. All right, let's see what's in the first commercial break. See, Dennis, I know I've missed dinner three nights in a row. But winning this case could get me a partnership in the firm. You have to eat without me. Adios. Is this the law firm of Newland, Andrews, and Martinez? Teresa. I figured you could use the McDonald's break. I do love you, you know. Is that the truth and nothing but the truth? I swear. Then case closed. Your wife brings you McDonald's in the middle of the night when you're working on a big case. That's love, baby. Get you somebody like that. Mike, I could see you put the tongue in your mouth like, ah. Yeah, that made me puke. But you can tell it's an 80s commercial because look behind the couple. You've got glass block all over the place. Nothing says 1980s like glass block windows. That needs to make a comeback. I've got some in my basement. I don't mind. They look really nice and they keep the cold out. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Santa Claus. <laughs> the children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama and her kerchief and I and my cat had just settled down to a long winter's nap. There's no better gift than the sound of your voice. If you've flown in by plane, or with Superman for that matter, to join the millions of people watching the parade in person today, this might have been your very first view of New York City. Now, if you haven't been here before, finding your way around town can be just a little bit confusing. You probably recognize the Manhattan skyline, but you may not know that in the midst of all the skyscrapers is an 843-acre park. And our parade route begins right along the west side of this beautiful Central Park at 77th Street. It marches south for about 18 blocks, right on down to Columbus Circle. At Columbus Circle, the parade veers slightly to the left and picks up on Broadway. And from there, it's a straight march to 34th Street and Herald Square. Oh, look, there's the Garfield balloon, Mike. I'm glad he showed up for Thanksgiving, because as we know, he doesn't like Mondays. And this is a Thursday, ha ha ha. What? Wait, no! What was that? Looks like a bunch of 
dogs and a newspaper. But what? Oh, it looks like it says Purina behind. Oh, that's because it does. Well, of course. Oh, it looks like it's a Purina dog chow promotional float of some sort. But what the heck is that dog dressed as? And then somebody's dressed up as a rolled up newspaper. And the doghouse. This is horrible. This is like some bad fever dream. I love that the dog is like showing so much sass. This would have been Poochie if Poochie was around in 1987. <laughs> oh, we got a performance of Cabaret. With Joel Grey, we should add. Yes. Oh, look, there's a gorilla. Do I see Mac Francesa in the audience? I think he would have been too busy working the NFL today with Brett and Jimmy the Great today, Mike. Because remember, yeah. Mike Francesa started out as a researcher on the NFL today before he went to WFA yet. He could have made a side venture to go see a gorilla. Did Joel Grey just touch that gorilla's belly button? Yes. You know what this reminds me of? What? Tracy from the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Would have been around this time. And also, obviously, we're not playing the music because we don't want to get any sort of strikes on YouTube. No. Hey, there's Woody Woodpecker. But, oh, coming up next, we have Les Miserables. Patrick Swayze, and the Snuggle Bear! That's right. Also, remember, would Dirty Dancing have been out in 87? Absolutely, yes. yes. Oh, good. Oh, commercial break number two. Let's see what's in commercial break number two. Grown ups, Okay, can we describe what's in this commercial? Kids harassing farm animals. Why is a kid slapping a turtle on the shell? And why is another kid chasing a goose with a watering can trying to spritz water on the goose? The goose does not want that. The turtle is probably thinking to himself, I want to get the hell out of here. The goose was thinking that too. I'm surprised the goose didn't turn on the kid. Oh, I'm so nervous about what to give her. I wonder what this is about. Nervous about what to give her. She's so fashionable. Mm. Isotoner gloves. Designer clothes for my hands. She's so hard to buy for. Everything has to go with everything. Ooh, isotoner gloves. And they fit perfectly. <laughs> they match Tootsie. Isotoner Gloves. You've got a great gift on your hands. Well, maybe 
maybe even not so little a kid sitting on the curb along the parade route. You'd have a great ball. Also too many clowns. 700 of them today along this parade route. All of them regular employees of Macy's. And lined up here in Clown Alley are, well, nearly all 700 of them, but we don't have time to talk to but a few. And we're going to start with this gentleman who has been in the parade for how many years now? Seven years. Why do you keep coming back year after year? I love the little kids. The I love to watch them. Their faces are marvelous, really. Well, looking at your sparkling eyes, I know... I'm guessing an artifact of the film, Greg. I'm with Greg. I'd like to blame otherwise. Maybe this uh, is like the experience of someone taking too much LSD while watching the parade. Maybe this is like when you see all these clowns, it's like, oh, it's got to keep. Oh, thank God. It's just kicked out. I don't like clowns. Wait, you don't like clowns, Chico? I don't like clowns. How can you not like clowns? They look creepy. Wait. So when Doink the Clown appeared in the WWF, you did not like Doink the Clown? No! Well, I can understand, because as we all know, Doink the Clown loved the Coke. So... <laughs> Go watch that episode about Matt Bourne on Dark Side of the Ring, people. We're seeing, like, this uh, demonstration of them blowing up a balloon. I wonder where this is, Mike. I've seen these in the past. I thought they're done possibly in New Jersey. Okay. But I'm like, where would they be blowing this up in New Jersey or somewhere? Well, it's got to be some sort of like college football practice field. Clearly it's a football practice field or maybe even a football field. But, and I think sometimes they do it in, uh, in warehouses. And that's the snuggle bear. Okay, that is the snuggle bear. Okay, it took a little time for me to. Oh, the snuggle bear's in a stocking. How adorable is that? Snuggle gets all your stockings nice and soft when you put them in the dryer. If you're the type to put stockings in the dryer. Well, look, Willard's interviewing some old people. I wonder if they turn like 100 years old today, Mike. I was already saying this old lady looks like the female version of Larry Bud Melman. <laughs> you know, it's been like, what, we've covered this parade for like five years. I'm surprised we haven't gotten a Larry cameo in one of these. Larry only works at night. Well, that is true. Oh, look, still to come, Rita Coolidge rags to riches kids and Snoopy. Commercial dump three. <laughs> Oh, and the ninja. That's why it's so refreshing when something really perfect comes along. Like Diet Coke. Tastes great straight. Or on the rocks. Yet it's just one calorie. That's why Diet Coke is the perfect soft drink. For an imperfect world. And that would have been... How many years before he became James Bond? Uh, I believe eight. But remember, Mike, Pierce Brosnan was supposed to be James Bond around this time because he was like going to be James Bond in 87 for the Living Daylights. But Remington Steele got renewed, preventing him from being James Bond. So that's why they went with Timothy Dalton instead. And the less we say about Timothy Dalton, the better. Listen, 
I will not have any Timothy Dalton slander on this podcast, damn it. He was great in Doom Patrol, damn it. I will not hear you badmouth the High Council President Rassilon. I said what I said, I'm going to stand by it. He's just like a little blip in James Bond history. We know Sean Connery, good. We know Roger Moore, good. We know Pierce Brosnan, all right, super good. And we know Daniel Craig, good. George Lazenby, one movie, yeah. But Timothy Dalton, no, he's like, no. He's like the Zeppo of uh, the Marx Brothers in terms of, of, of James Bonds's. Does that make George Lazenby gummo? George Lazenby is more like a zero. I'm sorry. Yeah, Greg, you want to say something? You never saw her on Her Majesty's Secret Service, have you? That's a great movie. It is. It is a great movie. It is legitimately a great movie. Mike. It sets the table for everything. Again, I stand by what I say regarding Timothy Dalton. Well, everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion, Mike. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Next commercial, please. Got a gift. Foot-soothing deer foams. The gift that soothes. Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes. Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes. Betty Lou, Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes. Foot-soothing deer foams. Soft and stretchy, foamy and fun. After a day in shoes, you owe yourself the gift that soothes. Mary Lou's got a new pair of shoes. Mary Lou's Christmas, give foot soothing deer phones for feet that are dear to you. Okay. Not only is a 35 millimeter Olympus Infinity totally autofocus, auto quick flash, auto everything, it's also totally weatherproof. The Olympus Infinity, absolutely great pictures, absolutely no hassles. From Walt Disney Pictures, it's time for magic. Uh, it's Cinderella. time for excitement. It's time for. Guys, this would have been. The uh, re-release of Cinderella. This was back in the time when Disney was still re-releasing movies out in the theaters. Yes, the World Entertainment has a really good deep dive on the Walt Disney classic re-releases. Only watch it if you believe you're ready for it, because it gets dark quickly. But hold on a second. Mary Hart is interviewing Patrick Swayze in a cowboy outfit. He looks like the man in black. And there's a horse. Don't tell me Francesa didn't try coming down here now when you have a griller and a horse. Hey, Patrick, sing She's Like the Wind. Willard, of course everybody loves a parade, including one of the hottest young actors to come out of Hollywood today. He was a sensation earlier this summer in Dirty Dancing. Right now you can see him on screen in Steel Dawn. And anybody, anybody who saw him in Dirty Dancing knows this man is a professional dancer, but he describes himself as the Godzilla of the ballet class. Now, come on, Patrick Swayze, why do you call yourself Godzilla? Well, you know, from gymnastics and football and all other things, uh, dancing gave me an X amount of flexibility, but I still look like the Hulk versus the ballet, you know? You know, here we are, both of us, for the first time in the parade. Uh, this is also my first time to meet a horse in a parade route and interview a horse. Can you tell me who your date is? Uh, this is Shocker. He, uh... Mary said this is her first time meeting a horse. I think it's at this moment where the mothers say, I'm going to just go to the bedroom. I need to take care of something. And they're totally bringing out electronic devices. Seriously. I say this jokingly, but was I the only person aroused looking at Patrick Swayze? 
jokingly, I say. Is, um, at Rest the, in peace, Patrick Swayze. Yes. We're in partnership with, and Steve Alvis and Joanne own him. And um, uh, I figured if I was going to ride the Macy's Day Parade, I'd rather do it on a, on a gorgeous white stallion than uh, on a float. He is absolutely beautiful, but is he going to get a little skittish? Has he done this before? He may, he may try to deci decide to ride a bullwinkle, but, <laughs> but it ought to be fun, as long as he doesn't wind up with a tuba around his neck. Exactly. Yeah. The horse wants to ride Bullwinkle, while all the moms want to ride Patrick Swayze, thank Good you. Good night, everybody! Okay, after that, they look like it's Les Miserables. The musical sensation. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Les Miserables, Mike? I've never seen it, and I've never read it, but I'd like to experience either one. I saw, like, a uh, local production of it, like, I want to say, like, 15 years ago. And do you know how I know it was 15 years ago? How was that? Because that was when Johan Santana got traded to the Mets. Oh, good day in Mets history then. Yeah. Oh, still to come, Clifton Davis and Ronald McDonald. The NBC Thanksgiving Comedy Weekend starts tonight. First, join the Cosby family for a comedy No, 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 no. No! Oh, oh different world. Yes! What the hell is Woody looking like? like? Mark Twain? Why not? He, did. he looks like Mark Twain! And then what's this? What the hell is this? Is this Mama's dear, Boy? Oh, Mama's, Mama's Boy. Boy. What the hell uh, is More like Mama's future entry, Mama's Boy. What the hell is Mama's Boy? I'm, I'm on the case. I'm on the case. Hold on. I was totally expecting Night Court there. I don't know what they're doing. Unless they're giving Night Court the week off for the holiday. Well, no. Night Court was airing on Sunday night this week. Ew, Sunday night. That's weird. Because remember, Mike, it's NBC's big Thanksgiving comedy weekend. Oh, the, I gotcha. I gotcha. That makes sense. All right, Mama's Boy. Jake McCaskey is a 40-year-old man. When his father died, he decides to let his mother, Molly, move in with him. And she treats him like a boy. Oh, it's got Nancy Walker playing the mother. Oh, we can't not cover this. And oh my gosh, you won't believe who was on an episode. Who? I'll give you a hint. She had the 36 as the first week of Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. Oh, you're kidding. Twilight was on an episode? I'm not joking. Uh, and this ran six episodes. Oh, good. And this apparently was, oh, it was the pilot that aired on Thanksgiving night even though it was the third episode that aired. And this is the only episode to air until April of 1988. So they had a real winner on their hands. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the air dates here. This is ridiculous. It premiered on September 19th of 87. Episode 2 aired on Halloween night, October 31st. Then the pilot aired on Thanksgiving. And then uh, I'm guessing that Saturday, April 9th of 88 may have been the Saturday before Easter, possibly. That was episode four. Episode five didn't air till June 29th of 88. And episode six didn't air till August 6th of 1988. Either this was some kind of weird fill-in or this was just like total junk. What else is in this commercial block? 
There are toys and there are hobbies. If you want real remote control cars, come to Hobby World for all of your holiday Hobby. gift needs. 214 East College, only in downtown Appleton. Cool. Our Coast to Coast store is a friendly place, and we probably can name 75 to 80 percent of our customers by name. By the way, you're going to see a lot of Wisconsin references because this comes from Tapehole Annex's feed from WLUK 11 Green Bay Fox Cities. Thank you, Take Poll Annex. That's not a bad price for a staple gun. Tomorrow, Shopco's having a sale so big, I don't need to shout. At 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, this incredible sale starts. And it's only three hours long, so you have to be here at 7 a.m. Because there are so many wonderful buys all over the store, you're going to need every minute. Like black and white TVs for $39.99. Monopoly games, four ninety nine. They still had black and white TVs in 1987. And they were selling them dirt cheap because ain't nobody buying them no more. I had one till like uh, must have been about ninety two, I think, and yeah. I got it like eighty seven or so. You what I mean? Be here seven o'clock tomorrow morning. It's It'll be worth your while. It's a wonderful life today at four. Oh, that's right. Because remember, this is the time when they keep playing "It's a Wonderful Life" like one hundred times a week. But oh look, Mary's with the Peanuts gang. Charlie Brown looks tall. Yeah, I was saying, apparently Charlie Brown, he got into some growth hormones or he just had his growth spurt. He's like <laughs> towering over Mary Hart. Hold on, maybe Jose Canseco introduced Charlie Brown to some HDH. <laughs> maybe because Charlie Brown was so desperate to win a baseball game. Because we all know he can't lose it all the time. And Jose Canseco would have been Rookie of the Year in 1987, so the timing works out. Oh, wait, who's Mary with? Hold on, let me put the audio on. That's Flo today. She is Jill Schultz, and if the name sounds familiar, it be it's because she, yes, indeed, is the daughter of Charles Schultz, the creator of the strip. Jill, great to have you here, and happy Thanksgiving. Well, thank you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. It's it's so exciting to be here. I've never been to one of these parades before. She's the figure skater, right? Skating. When did you start ice skating? I started Schultz. skating when I was around 12, and I competed for about 10 years, and then I did the whole ice show thing oh, yeah, internationally, and... And you'll be doing it today. I have to ask you, though, growing up in a family of five kids, did you... <laughs> First off, hold on. Linus, I love that he has his blanket with him, but he's holding it, like, real super tight. Actually, yes, there were... I'm so creeped out by six, six Charlie Brown there. Even one once when I was young, I said, Dad, I've discovered something. If you hold your hands upside down while you pray, you get the opposite of what you pray for. <laughs> Jill, it's great to have you here. Lucy, Linus, and Charlie Brown, you've got to get them back on the float so they make it down to Herald Square. Yeah, so we have to get ridiculous. down, but I do want to say happy birthday, Dad. Because it's his birthday today, and so... Thanks, Jill. Thank and you. we send our happy birthday greetings to him, too. Um, that's it. Lucy, wait. Everybody waving. You better get them in the parade. Oh, and look at... Snoopy. There comes Snoopy. Snoopy, the dog who thinks he's people. Oh, Starlight Express. And of course, it's all performed on roller skates. And this would have been right before the advent of rollerblades. I wonder if over time, Starlight Express has changed to rollerblades instead of roller skates. 
Well, we'll find out next year because it's due for a revival to Starlight Express. It's going to be revived for the West End in London. Ooh. Well, still to come, guys. We got the Oak Ridge Boys, we got Clifton Davis, and we got Barbie and the Rockers. And for the first time, we get to do the bet. Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! And that's the last time over my dead body. Oh, no. No, Mike. Oh, what the hell Ooh, is this? What, what's all this, then? What the hell is this commercial? They're here. Zero gravity. Oh, gravity. man. I used to have these. These are awesome. Plummeting through the giant loop as you reach for new speeds and use your skill to master the death-defying spiral and blast up the wall to zero gravity. And then back into the giant loop. You make your final move now to take the lead and win. Zero gravity cliffhangers. It's all in how you look at it. New from Tyco, of course. Ronald McDonald Children's Charities. Dedicated to helping children everywhere. Yo, that's great. I like Ronald McDonald's Children's Charities. Oh, and in case it wasn't abundantly clear, the first ad, that was for slot cars. I didn't have those, the zero gravity, but I did have slot cars when I was younger. Armstrong makes your home so nice to come to. Oh, who's Mary with here? Uh, it looks like Deidre Hall. One of my best friends and my business partner, Deidre Hall, is in the parade today, star of NBC. The original Electra woman. Explain your costume. My luggage never arrived. Can I go to the hotel? Whip this up. What is she wearing, guys? It looks like a uh, damsel costume of some sort. With one tight bodice, I must say. Mike, do you have a review of this outfit? You remember what I said about Patrick Swayze and the mothers are going to excuse themselves from the room? This is about the time the fathers excuse themselves from the room. Yeah, because they probably worn out the Cheryl Teague's laser tits from Sears at this point. Hey, look, we got Clifton Davis singing. Because he is a really good singer, you know. Oh, yeah. He's a good singer, but he's like near a window in a building? He's at the Hal Linden spot. Because remember how Linden was at that spot? Overlooking the uh, Coca-Cola and Suntory ads in Times Square? Only this year, he's overlooking a big Sony banner. We did cover Clifton Davison. That's my mama, by the way. But of course, he would have been that name in at this point. Oh, we're going to have Buffalo Bob, Howdy Doody, and Clarabelle coming up. And then... We just saw Garfield. Why would we be teasing him coming up? And Ben Vereen. Buffalo Bob doesn't really seem like era appropriate because he would have been a fixture in the 50s and 60s and, and maybe the 70s. What would kids in 1987 care about Buffalo Bob and Howdy Doody? I don't know. AT&T is connecting everybody. Hey, we got a Hershey's Kisses ad. And to answer your question, Mike, this would be the 40th anniversary of Howdy Doody. I remember because it was a really big deal in 1987 for, I don't know, some reason. Okay, but again, yeah, did he have a TV show in 1987? Would the kids who are watching this necessarily care? I don't think so. Guys, look what's going on right here. Oh, look, up in the sky. 
it's a bird it's a plane it's an underinflated superhero oh no guys i know what's happening Superman's once again back to hiding his head in shame because you know why? Superman for the Quest for Peace came out in 1987 and he's so ashamed by it. And now he's back into the same spot he was in 1983. Like, oh, no, oh, another terrible Superman movie. They're not going to make another Superman movie for like 19 years. But okay, Superman, he's like... You know what? I gotta rise above it. I gotta fly here. Should I fly? No. And Shamu's like, move your ass, Superman. Come on. Come on, Superman. Get your ass ready. Oh, look. Mary Hart's singing to a bunch of kids. It's all about the kids on Thanksgiving morning. What can I say? So to come, we have the Cabbage Patch Kids, the cast of Teddy and Alice, and Papa Noel. Oh, look, more Oshkosh. They really do like aiming commercials towards the kids. Not really towards the kids, per se, but towards gifts people might buy, because we've had isotoner gloves, we had those sort of slipper type of things, we've seen a couple of Oshkosh Bagosh commercials. We had the camera, the 35mm Olympus camera. The zero-gravity cliffhangers. That, too, good call. And now we're getting down with Santa's drinking Sprite. Punching each other. You know, normally when you see a Santa's fight, it's usually in Detroit. <laughs> You're never going to let that go, are you? No. Oh, there we go. Another ad for those uh, deer foam slippers or whatever they're called. And another McDonald's ad, but oh, McDonald's breakfast. Nummy, nummy. Next. It's the cast of Teddy and Alice. Oh, yes. Long Island's favorite son, Teddy Roosevelt. Played by Len Carew. Now, Mike, I have a question. Do you think, like King Arthur, Teddy Roosevelt would be very proud of the games on Knights and Warriors? Such a stupid question. What does Teddy Roosevelt have to do with Knights and Warriors? Look, I'm just asking a question. Do you think he'd be very proud of the games on Knights and Warriors? Maybe Teddy Roosevelt was a fan of medieval. Well, maybe if there's like a 1900s, 1910s versions of Knights and Warriors, maybe he'd be totally into that. I, I don't know. I know he's a very big uh, athletic person, uh, outdoor enthusiast and stuff like that, so... Maybe if there was a 1900s version of Knights and Warriors, he'd be all over it. By the way, if the name Len Carrier sounds familiar, he plays the patriarch of the Reagan family, Henry Reagan, on Blue Bloods. That's correct. But this crowd's going absolutely eight right here. They're all waving like their flags and pom-poms. Oh, it's fantastic. I did not know America has... Teddy Roosevelt fever in 1987. Oh, yeah. Oh, coming up next, we have Sandra Santiago. We have Spider-Man. And who was the third one? Clowns. Clowns. We got more clowns. All the clowns you could ever want. Oh, what's coming up on Thanksgiving comedy weekend on Friday? Ooh, Walt Disney World Celebrity Circus. Oh, Tony Randall and Lisa Bonet are going to be. And Ernest. 
Ernest is going to be there. But, oh, this is even better. We're going to have the network television premiere Police Academy, guys. Aren't you excited? Yes. Wake me when they get to Police Academy 4. And it looks like our mailman is tired. Oh. Probably because he's working on Thanksgiving, which, if you ask me, I don't get. Wait, who's this Dollar Tree Alex Trebek giving this fur coat to this lady right here? You know, I was just going to comment about how this is a relic of the past, actually, like, selling fur jackets. But, Greg, you took it in a totally different direction. Who's this Alex Trebek-looking mama-father? And I don't know. Who's this Summer Park Bartholomew-looking mother-father? Oh, this place is open Sundays from 12 to 4. So I'm guessing, like, it's... (laughs) You only have a select time to impress your lady to get a fur. Better hurry to Green Bay. Go to Furs of Distinction before 401 on Sunday. Otherwise, you are screwed. Oh, happy Thanksgiving from WLUK. And we're into hour two of the coverage. And we've got a band. The Albertville High School Band from Albertville, Alabama. And it looks like they're performing with the Radio City Rockettes. Mike, describe what's going on here and what I paused. Willard Scott's wearing a pilgrim hat. And you know what Willard would probably, oh, I wish would happen right now. Willard Do you wish say, John Wayne would have come to Willard and said, hey, pilgrim? Hey, Willard Scott. It's me, John Wayne. Happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. You saw that coming from a mile away. Not even a mile away. You saw it coming from 20 miles away, Mike. I saw it coming from about 100 miles away, to be honest. Next, we have the pilgrims. And alongside them, Miami Vice's Sandra Santiago. Hey, Sandra Santiago. Happy Thanksgiving with you and your pilgrims. I believe she is singing. Oh my god, is she singing? Yeah, she's singing. I did not know she had pipes on her. Well, she does. It looks like she's on an eagle. Is it an eagle or a turkey? It looks like an eagle, but... It's a chicken! It's a giant chicken! That's a chicken?! No, I don't know what that is. I have no clue what the hell she's riding on. It looks like a turkey, but the face looked like an eagle, so that's why I'm like confused as to what she's riding on. I believe it's a canoe. So it's not even a bird at all. It's a canoe. Thank you. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web at a parade. There he goes. It's Spider-Man. Hey there, Spider-Man's at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And 20 short years later, it'll be all about Spider-Pig. That's true. Coming up, Rita Coolidge, Jill Schultz, and Woody Woodpecker. (laughs) Oh, what can I give my teenager? Oh, you know what? Gloves. Because obviously, the Isotoner gloves have made... So much money to be in this parade. 
to have their ads on there. And it'll probably be the best promotion they had until Ace Ventura Pet Detective when Dan Marino's doing that isotoner glove spot before he gets kidnapped. Because no teenagers want an NES in 1987. Is this the 1987 Super Train? Oh, it's another Tyco type of thing. Not really slot cars, it's a slot train. It's a Super Turbo train. You know what? If Super Train had lasted like longer than past 79, they could have probably had the spin-off series called Super Turbo Train. Well, if you take a look at it, it looks just like Super Train. It's Super Train with blackjack and hookers. There's no disco on board. We've got a full-fledged nightclub in there. What in God's name is Willard wearing now? I believe that's a beef eater hat. I was thinking what they'd wear in Russia, but it could be. Actually, yeah, the beef eater hat would have that strap going down to the chin like that. Ah, now it makes sense. Look at the band. They're the Bergenfield High School Band out of Bergenfield, New Jersey. Oh, it's Christopher Hewitt, everybody. It's Mr. Belvedere. He's tipping his hat to the crowd, everybody. Oh, it's the Brigade of the American Revolution. I don't know why a British man like Christopher Hewitt is on this float. I was going to say between that and the Beefeater hats earlier. And now look at Willer Scott. He's wearing a, a tricorn hat. Oh, now he switched sides. What a traitor you are, Willard. But really, Christopher Hewitt is in the middle of that, the uh, fife and drum uh, band for the uh, Brigade of the Revolution, and now this, and now Willard Scott's coming out wearing a, a tricorn revolutionary hat. I almost feel like we need to apologize retroactively to Christopher Hewitt. Christopher Hewitt, if you can hear us, 36 years after the fact, we apologize. Rita Coolidge on the giant turkey, y'all. That's definitely a turkey. There's no question about that. And that's a giant orange cat. Garfield's probably thinking about all the lasagna he's going to eat after this parade. Still to come, Great American Small Dog, Burt Parks, and Bands. I hope Burt Parks does his rendition of Let Him In. <laughs> There's a dog right in this but what's this band right here it's the danbury high school band out of danbury connecticut i love that the back of their like outfits have a top hat on oh it's bird parks with the dog oh my gosh that's creepy like clifford the big inbred dog i'm sorry that's nightmare fuel <laughs> oh there's a one look at it's a great American small dog. It's me, Clifford the Inbred Dog. That's a very cute dog. Clifford, please get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't know who told you to come in here. And I don't know why you're in my house. But, Johnny? Yeah, Greg? Just please take Clifford the Inbred Dog away. Now let's be nice to Clifford the Big Inbred Dog. He only makes appearances during Thanksgiving, so we won't have to deal with him at least until next Thanksgiving. Man, I wish Burt Parks was singing Let Him In right now. Well, no, it wasn't singing. Let's remember, it was lip-syncing. Badly. Okay. 
But, oh, that's such a cute Westie. Oh. I'm sorry for getting all squeaky and stuff, but my sister had a Westie, and that was the cutest little dog ever. I love that the dog raised his paws up, the animatronic dog, like, ugh. Okay, now I'm waiting for the dog to just swoop down and eat burnt marks. <laughs> Whoa, God! Bro! <laughs> the machines are coming to life! Run for your life! Oh, we got the Oak Ridge Boys coming up next, and Doodlebug. Ooh, the talking whiz kid. And more Oshkosh Bagosh. I've never seen so many overalls. This guy from AT&T Bell Laboratories is explaining how, like, really great AT&T is. And Another hat! <laughs> Yes, and this is my Zoom background, by the way. Well, it was my Zoom background. We were wearing a cowboy hat going, Howdy, folks! Let me play it on a second. Rouge, we're back in business again. 52 degrees. It's a great morning for freight. Couldn't be better. They said it was going to rain, but ha! I'm the weather man I know. That's it brings right. a whole gang of fun and a little bit of confusion, too. A little strawberry house surrounded by oh, farmers. It's, and it's the Oak Ridge Boys in this strawberry house. That's fantastic. Mike, do you have any response for what we're seeing right now on our screens? What are we even seeing on our screens? Is that what supposed is the... to be like Wind in the Willows or something? I don't know. Why is there bunnies there? This isn't... All the California raisins are here, too. Yeah, they're big in 87. What? What is Willard wearing now? <laughs> <laughs> This might be a game we'll play throughout the rest of the show. What is Willard wearing now? He's, He's wearing clown nose. And the doodlebug is right behind him. Oh, the doodlebug. But you know what? They're not going to top what happened two years earlier with Felicia. Felicia riding the doodlebug? Oh, yeah, that was the best. Now it's just clown. Now it's clown. Next up is the Tate High Band from somewhere. Oh, Gonzales, Florida. Okay. And let's also remember, going back to Felicia Rasad, she had a pretty good Thanksgiving 1985, if you remember. Oh, yes. Indeed. So who do we have coming up next? I saw Cabbage Patch Kids, The Rags to Riches Kids, and Sweet Car Sweet Adelines. And Sweet Adelines. <laughs> Shut up, Chico. Sweet Caroline. I only say this. Because some of my friends are in the Sweet Adelines. Okay. Sweet Adelines. Oh. Shut up! No! Stop! This parade's gonna end very soon if you continue that type of stuff. Oh, look, this old man is having a grand time working at McDonald's. <laughs> Apparently this old man didn't have a retirement fund. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. More oh, talking with kid kids. Mm. Oh, wait, what does the Cabbage Patch Kid have for Willard? 5,000 people participating in the parade, not watching in it. The Cabbage Patch Kid's part of them, and they had their playground today. You got something for me? Oh, what happened? Yeah, 
<laughs> hey, the Cabbage Patch Kids are out the best in the business. We appreciate them so much in the new NBC series. That's my favorite network. And, of course, Coleco's favorite little fellows. So join us for fun and games. It's always a good time. And also, stay tuned. There's more to come. It's exciting. These girls play street smart orphans we got right here. All of them will sing and dance and act as well. They are part of the group. Kemiko Gelman, Bridget Michelle, Keisha Campbell, Blocka Nagar, and Heidi Ziegler. They're the best. Oh, what the hell is this Cabbage Patch Kids display? Oh, my. They got a pie out of the oven. And one of them's dressed, again, as a cowboy. My girl, Tisha Campbell, up in this. Oh, Tisha Campbell's there. Oh, that's terrific. And yeah. the other Rex Rush's kids are there, too. I didn't realize Cabbage Patch Kids were still a big thing in 1987. I thought their window was like 83 to 86. Oh, hold on a second. You notice that one of the Cabbage Patch Kids is wearing a Minnesota Twins jersey because they would have won the 1987 World Series. But hold on. That that is also... He's wearing like a Texas Rangers helmet for some reason, too. Because he knew 36 years in the future, a podcast would be covering this. And they're covering their bases by saying, hey, the Twins won the World Series in 87. The Rangers won the World Series in 2023. We're making everybody happy. But did anyone on the Texas Rangers was responsible for everyone in America getting a taco? No. <laughs> oh, hi, Woody Woodpecker. Oh, and there's Howdy Duty. He looks big. Like, really big. Yo, Clarabelle, seltzer me! Wait, hold on. Willard Scott's wearing another hat for another Which band. It's another band? We need to make a photo montage of all the stupid hats Willard is wearing throughout this parade. Alright, so we got the Carlisle High School Band in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Who's still to come? We got Ben Vereen, the Rockettes, and Emmanuel Lewis. We have somebody with a show coming up in the new year and someone whose uh, show is going to end in the new year in 88. Oh, that's right, because Webster would be done after 88, right? Webster's mm -hmm. done in 88, but also Ben Vereen, he's going to start doing Zoobly Zoo in 88. And J.J. Starbuck. I thought that was 87. No, I'm pretty sure he came in mid-season. Okay, I, I thought you meant J.J. Starbuck, the show as a whole, not... Ben Vereen appearing on it, but you're absolutely right about that. Another charity appeal for the Ronald McDonald house. And oh, and look, Willard changed back to one of his old hats. Oh, good. Oh, there's Emmanuel Lewis. And he's riding a slug? or a, It's not a snail, because it doesn't have a shell. What is he riding? A teacup. A pot. That was a pot? Yeah, it's a, it's a one of those watering... It's a watering can. Was it the watering can the kid chased this, the goose around in that commercial earlier? Oh, hey, look, it's another band. East Carteret High School Band from Beaufort, North Carolina. I know where that is. Oh, next we got Barbie and the Rockers, Betty Boop, and Bobby Vinton. Is it just me, or is this certain parade... Like overly loaded with ads, we're getting ad breaks like every 
it seems like five minutes, three minutes. That seems like a lot of ads. I understand they're trying to push all the gifts for, you know, the kids and all that and, and, and obviously other family members, but it seems like there's an unusually large number of ads. Oh, the snuggle bear. You want me to play the snuggle bear ad? Why is that even a question? <laughs> I'm up to my ears in softness. <laughs> you can be too with me. Snuggle fabric softener. Snuggly softeners that's really less expensive. With me, clothes feel so soft. Smell, mmm, cover fresh. And they're static free. Socks don't stick, clothes don't cling. For a wash that snuggly softness can be, try me. Snuggle fabric softener. Snuggly softness that's really less expensive. Oh, that's terrific. Wait, wait, go back, go back, go back. Okay, it's another Oshkosh Bagosh commercial, but wait. Freddy the Frog. Oh, okay, the reason I uh, wanted to look at this commercial, don't care about the Oshkosh Bagosh, I was wondering if that's a Freddy the Frog puppet from New Zoo Review. Would have been like 13, 15 years too late at this point, but it was just something that caught my eye. Hey, speaking of frogs. Hello, Kermit the Frog here at the BC's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, Jim Henson's here. Oh. Not a turkey. Anyway, this is this is all homework. Jimmy, what a thrill. Oh, it's very nice to be back with you again. After 30 years ago. When it and was he has Kermit with him. Great moments of my career. When I, I believe the first time Kermit and I ever appeared together was on the Barn Party on Channel 4 many years ago. That's right. That's right. I understand. Kermit, you Washington, D.C., yes. Anyway, anyway, we Ed Finkel Macy's has a special award for Kermit and his years of service to this great of the country. Well, thanks, Willard. And just as Hollywood has the Oscar, we have the Rolly Award. And Jim, I'm proud to present this one to you and Kermit. And thank you for 11 years of great parades with us. All right, can I, can I, can I thank you? Uh, yes, uh, thank you. Uh, listen, it, it, to be immortalized in a, in a large balloon uh, about 75 feet tall and uh, filled with gas is one of the great thrills of my life. And I wish everybody out there could have this same exciting thrill and uh, it would be a wonderful parade if they did. And Willard would make a great balloon too, right? I'm ready, Jimmy, and thank you, Ed. That's our Rolly Award, and thank you so much. It's the best in the business. While we don't have your balloon ready for you, we're all set for a bigger than life, hopefully someday. We don't have your balloon ready, and you're already bigger than life, and your enthusiasm for the parade. For seven years, you've done a great job, rain or shine, and reporting to millions watching at home, and which why we have this surprise Rolly Award for you, too. Thank you. Thank you. That's terrific. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the And I'm being with you guys. Why is the Kermit balloon so on the ground here? Well, I was going to mention, if you heard the music in the background, they were playing Rainbow Connection the entire time. That's right. They were. That Kermit balloon is, like, so on the ground. Like, barely off the ground. Oh, it's Barbie and the Rockers. How timely is this, guys? I'm rolling my eyes as far as I can in the back of my head. Because in case you don't know, I do not give a flying you-know-what about Barbie. You don't look like Margot Robbie. No, this person who's playing Barbie is a phony. A big, fat phony. 
Oh, we got Barbie. Oh, we got no, oh. not Barbie Vinton. Yes, that's who we have. We Hi, have Barbie Vinton. Hi, Barbie. Bobby Vinton on a play. Oh, wait, it's sponsored by DWA. <laughs> that's not a good idea. That's going to be a really terrible choice when we look back in nine years. Oh, no. And I can't tell if that's Mac tonight or the moon. Oh, no. I'll tell you this. After watching SNL last week, that moon for sure does not look nice. And it does not look sexy like the moon on SNL last week. Look who's still to come, guys. Gloria Loring, the McDonald's All-American High School Band, and Patrick Swayze. So those moms, they got to get ready for Patrick Swayze. They got to get new fresh batteries. Oh, they definitely have to get the new uh, seat I need an adult. Ooh, Diet Coke. Another isotoner ad. Another... Oh, that's caffeine-free Diet Coke, though. Yes. And another WizKid ad. And oh, now it's time to get the batteries out. If you're a mother, you get the batteries out for Patrick Swayze. If you're Mike Francesa, you're getting batteries out because there's a horse. <laughs> oh, look, it's, uh, it's Gloria Loring, everybody. That guy does not look like Alan Thicke to me. <laughs> Boy, we don't want to talk about Alan Thicke, though. We had a revelation today that's kind of disturbing. Oh, yeah. We, I don't want to talk about that. But given the other person that's involved, it makes sense why this person turned out the way she did. That's all I'm going to say. Do your own research. Form your own opinions. Why is Ronald McDonald positioned like that? <laughs> That's a good question. We have upside down Ronald McDonald. Apparently Ronald McDonald got some feelings for Patrick Swayze too. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. Ronald McDonald is an American treasure. Oh, we saw Daffy Duck and Tweety for a second. Wait, wait, wait. Willow Scott's wearing another hat. He's wearing the, the hat for the with the McDonald's uh, arches there for the marching band. Yeah. Well, as we already mentioned, he was the OG Ronald McDonald. Oh, it's the McDonald's All-American High School Band, guys. And Ronald McDonald is leading the way. But we all know it's a fake Ronald McDonald because the real Ronald McDonald is hosting this. Yes. We got Ben Vereen and the boys. Oh, what's coming up on NBC? On Sunday night. On an all-new Our House. I made the team. Jesse falls for David's coach. Another date? But will team pressure tear them apart? You quit the team. Sunday. It's an all-new Unsolved oh. Mysteries with host Robert Stack. You may be able to help solve a mystery. The real-life case of a Grand Canyon disappearance following Beverly Hills Bunts. Sunday. Following Beverly Hills Bunts! Whoa! Whoa! Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait, we get Dennis Franz and we get Robert Stack? My TV can't handle this. We're not ready. And, and guys, diabetes. But he wasn't in that ad, though. No, but you know what? Wilfred Brimley was in our house. So you get Wilfred Brimley, you get Robert Stack, and you get Dennis Franz. What a trifecta. Three people who have definitely not been in your kitchen. Ooh, Fuji Film. These kids don't know how to handle a fish. 
Wait, did that say Bonerville? For no, it said Bonneville. Bonneville. You don't know what the Pontiac Bonneville is? No. That was the must-have car of the late 80s. Hold on. Let me play the audio. Is Patrick Stewart doing the audio for this? Okay, I just like you called it the Bonerville. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is Patrick Stewart doing exciting. the voiceovers. Now we make it even more affordable. He started doing them in, like, 89 or something. Pontiac Bonerville. Happy uh, Thanksgiving from Disney. Oh, look. Ronald Reagan's going to give us the annual Thanksgiving message. Hold on. Chico is President Reagan here to give us a message for Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, yes, I, I am President Ronald Reagan. And my my sincere hope is that you will all have a plate full of jelly beans. Because I sure as heck will. Happy Thanksgiving, and God bless America. Well, thank you, President Reagan. And, oh, look, Ben Vereen is here. He's singing. As, oh, it's, I think this is brought to you by Campbell's and the Boy Scouts, I think. The less said about that, the better. Look at how these Boy Scouts are marching right here. They're, like, doing, like, they're slide-stepping. This is fantastic. Don't you agree, Mike? I was in Boy Scouts around this time, and I never remember sidestepping. Oh, it's Betty Boop. And the happiest moon in all of New York. That moon is the equivalent of how the dads felt when they saw Deidre Hall earlier. Oh, we got oh no, the kids are hitting the animals again. Where's the kid with the watering can harassing that goose? Oh, hold on. Now, guys... Now, if you're listening to this on YouTube, I'll have to edit this out. But, Chica, we're at the big part of the parade that's coming up right here. So let's play it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The sun is out 55 degrees. What a great day for a Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. This float that you're going to look at right now is a comic book spectacular come to life. It's the super city of the Marvel Universe, furnished, of course, by Marvel Entertainment Group.
I have questions. In what universe is Hulk the bad guy? Was there a point in 1987 when Hulk turned heel in the comics? He, there was not a point where Hulk Hulk never turned heel. He was just a misunderstood creature. Not unlike Frankenstein's monster. But yeah, you have Captain America, Wolverine, Doctor Strange. Don't know how he got in there. Fighting something that looked like a cross between Sabretooth and a female variant of Loki. I also like how they included Daredevil and they have like an accurate model of the Sanctum Santorum right here for Doctor Strange. And also, for some reason, Robocop. Yeah, because remember, Marvel would have had the Robocop license for comic books and they would make the animated show like two years later. But I like how Hulk was just... Power Man just casually helped Hulk out and he got body surfed the Hulk by Dr. Doom and the Green Goblin. Another hat, another band. This time it's the Dalton High School Band from Dalton, Georgia. Yes. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the uh, Marvel float. It's funny how they used the Back to the Future theme because you know who conducted that theme? Alan Silvestri who would do the music 25 years later for the Avengers. I'm not saying it's a coincidence, but it sure is a fun damn coincidence. Jill Schultz, Superman, and Santa Claus still to come. What? Santa Claus is right there, and he's drinking Sprite. Don't forget to get your isotoner gloves. Oh, it's Felicia. She had a great 1987, let me tell you. Number one show in all of television, and she got married too. Hey, it's Pia Zadora on this float right here with all these. Uh... Oh, I guess that's her daughter right there on a train. It... What the? The Heidi Tidies Regimental Band of Virginia Tech. Okay, that's not what I was going. Now Willard has a sailor hat on. Just. No, Willard, you're looking so ridiculous. Hold on. Let me play it right here, because he's going to make his grand entrance. Here we go. than a speeding bullet. You know who this guy is. And this is going to make you feel older, too. He is celebrating his 50th anniversary as a comic book hero as well. The longest balloon of the parade, 104 feet in length, 34 feet wide, mild-mannered Clark Kent. If he gets any wider, he won't be mistaken for a bird or a plane anymore. He'll look like Willard Scott, the weatherman. Thank you, DC Comics, and thank you, Clark Kent. Swimming in air. I like how he's just casually, like, holding his arms like, hi. You know what? No wonder Superman's depressed, Chico. He's now 50 years old. He's now approaching middle age. I'd be depressed, too. Mike, we just saw the Superman balloon, and Willard just told us that he's turned 50 this year. And so I have another theory as to why Superman's so depressed again this year. He's now approaching middle age. 
I know you're stunned by this, Mike. Remind me never to take a bathroom break during the show again. <laughs> Look, Superman's just like raving his arms like, hi, hi, hi. Somebody forgot to inflate him. Well, you know, it's a good thing his hand isn't being carried by the parade staff again this year. Oh, daddy's little girl. He's going to treat his daughter and her friends to McDonald's. How many ads for Deer Forms have we seen tonight? I think one less than the number of ads we've seen for Isotoner gloves. Oh my gosh, another hat. Hey, another Tyco ad too. I don't think the hat is supposed to go around your nose. No, Weller. <laughs> you should not put your hat around your nose like that. That is the Live Oak High School band from Morgan Hill, California. Kind of digging that green getup they got. Oh, oh, there's Lana Reed in the clock tower. Yeah. And Deirdre Hall. Is anybody going to mention Deirdre Hall? Oh, I know the dads are have been waiting all the last two hours for Deirdre Hall to show up again. And just think, in a year, that woman's going to be married to Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Not Deirdre Hall. Not, yeah, not Deirdre Hall. Oh, good. Talking about Lana Reed. Okay. Is Bruce Weiss singing? I think so, yes. Oh, baby shampoo's coming up. Oh, what's coming up on Thanksgiving Comedy Weekend? It's NBC's Thanksgiving Comedy Weekend, Sunday, with all new episodes of Family Ties and My Two Dads. Then it's a special night for Night Court, when Dan gets a secret ailment. Who ordered the two dozen raw oysters? A special Sunday Night Court, followed by those men in shining polyester. Excuse me? It's Beverly Hills Bunce, a special night of comedy, Sunday. How terrific is that? You get Family Ties, Night Court, and Beverly Hills Bunce on Sunday night. And you get Robert Stack right after that. What a perfect night. Mike is just stunned. I'm just getting over, you know, who ordered the 24 oysters. Had to be Dan Fielding. Of course. Oh, wait, hold on. Florence Henderson has an ad here. Every year about now, we all begin to feel we're losing the handle on the holidays. But there's so much to do and so little time to do it in. Thank goodness for Prangy. Prangy's is the complete department store with more to choose from. Salespeople right there to help you. So that whole business about finding just the right gift gets easier because it's all right there for you in one place. Giving a gift from Prangy's is, well, getting one's even better. At Prangy's. Oh, 100 years, so you know what that means, guys. It's no longer available? Well, they made it longer than freaking Gimbal's did. Yeah, it went defunct in 1992, succeeded by something called Yonkers. What the hell is... You know, forget it. Oh, no, Willard! No. God. Oh, here's the Rockettes again. That's what we came to see, folks. Oh, Michael Damien. He's on a lobster. Now Willard's wearing the stupid hat again over his nose. That's over his nose now. It's it's not right under his nostrils. The hats are getting smaller. Oh, baby Shamu. 
We bought you glasses. Your shots are getting better. We should have brought in some glasses years ago. Somebody should have thought of that. Everybody loves Pedwood. SeaWorld sent these to us. Good morning, sir. Hi, how you doing? What, what's the names again? These are Magellanic penguins called Pete and Penny. What's your name? Ned Nugabauer. I love SeaWorld. It's what a boy and what a girl? Well, you can't tell right now just by looking at these birds whether they're And they tell. That's all it counts. Hopefully. Okay. And they come to the Straits of Magellan down south. That's correct. Okay. And Willard tried to interview the penguin. The penguin is not going to talk, Willard. It's not going to talk. Oh, Judy Kay's with this penguin mascot right here for SeaWorld. And he's, the penguin's shaking his booty. There's a lot of penguins. I have yet to see the sweet Adelines. Well, no, it's baby Shamu. It's more than Shamu, it's baby Shamu. Yeah, you can tell it's baby Shamu. Doesn't have his teeth in. We have a lot of Peanuts guests coming up in the next part or coming soon. Jill Schultz and Peanuts and Snoopy. Oh, look, another Oshkosh Bagash. Wait, 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 wait. Who is that? It's Jacko, dude. Who's Jacko? He looks familiar, but I don't remember him by Jacko, that name. Jacko, new editor, Oi! Oh yeah, this is 1987. Australia's like, Oi, we need all Australian things, mate. I actually thought he was somebody else. He looked familiar. Oh, now Willard's got a Santa cap on. Kind of, sort of. I think it's just a regular cap, but it's got a little white ball in the back. But there's a big Woodstock on top. There's Jill and... Sorrell. He's ice skating with, with HGH Charlie Brown and Lucy. <laughs> Oh, I thought Linus is, like, covering his eyes, like, I don't want to see this. Oh, Lucy, give your brother back his blanket, you bee. Yeah, Lucy, don't make seven-foot-tall Charlie Brown mad. Oh, look at that cute Snoopy plushie. Oh, there's the Snoopy balloon. With Santa hat and ice skates on. Never banned. And another hat by Willard. Okay, we're almost near the end here. Hey, like oh, oh, it's the Star Wish commercial. Oh, God, this one got me all the time back oh, in the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. It's like, we're going to give Ronald McDonald a star for Christmas. And the star's going to die? Oh, this is incredibly dark for a McDonald's commercial. But oh, it's like, oh! You bastards just couldn't have spent the $50 and named a star after me? I blame Grimace. <laughs> it's always Grimace's fault, because he's a big, fat, purple monster. He doesn't know any better. Is he really a monster, or is it just he doesn't know better? He doesn't know better. Oh, look, Mary Hart and John Tesh are on this, uh... Trolley. 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 And look, John Tesh has a video camera. Because those were big in 1987. Hey, in four years, he's going to make the greatest theme ever for NBC. I was waiting for a Ramble Rock reference. Oh, it's the Osmond boys. And we're not talking about Jimmy Osmond or Donnie. We're talking about the youngins. Youngins. But Mike... 
There's the snuggle bear. In the stocking. It's so fluffy! The George Rogers Clark High School Band out of Winchester, Kentucky. But ladies and gentlemen, here he is, guys. The man with the bag, the legend, the one, the only, Santa Claus. Big Papa Crimbo is in the building! I think we can declare the holiday season of 1987 has officially started. That's right. Oh, man, that was terrific. So, Mike, let's just review the parade for everyone. Well, let's see. Willard Scott wore probably about two dozen different hats. We saw probably about just as many commercials for Isotoner gloves and Tyco slot cars and those deer foam slippers or whatever they are. And mom's got their enjoyment in the form of Patrick Swayze and Dad's got their enjoyment in the form of Deidre Hall. So if you didn't see your parents at all during the 1987 Thanksgiving Day Parade, now you know why. By the way, you can still buy deer foams online. What? Well, do we have anything else we need to add? I guess I must have missed the sweet Adelines. Didn't we see them? Or maybe were they one of the bands or or with one of the bands? Well, it's neither here nor there. You know what, guys? I think we're going to do it. We're going to do this week in Match Game Hollywood Squares, Our History. It's time for this week in Match Game Hollywood Squares, Our History. So the day this episode is being released is the 20th of November. So starting the 21st through the 25th of November is week four in Match Game Hollywood Squares history. Hey, we get our first Leonard Fry appearance. And again, it shouldn't be just Leonard Fry. From Mr. Smith, Leonard Fry. That's the reason why we did Mr. Smith in episode two. And obviously, a couple of months ago, we revisited Mr. Smith because there's been a slew of episodes that have been posted online. And remember, Gene Plug lettered in Mr. Smith at the 83 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that week. Also on this week, we had Matt McCoy, Allison Arngrim, Tom Poston. No coma at this point for Tom. He's going to get the coma right before Christmas. Lois Bromfield, Rebecca Holden, Tim Reed, and Jim Brogan. And did anything special happen that week? Well, obviously, there was no episode on Thanksgiving Day because you had football. You had the Steelers playing the Lions. But nothing really of significant importance happened. We had Leonard Fry for the first week, but that's just about it. But, oh, Greg, he mentioned earlier to us... Next week, we have something pretty good coming up. But you'll get that next week. All right, now that we've got the parade out of the way and we've got This Week in Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour history out of the way, 
I think we can formally close the book on the 1987 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, Mike Willard and his hats, they were certainly a thing on TV. Please remember, though, that you can listen to the previous 428 episodes by going to itwasathingontv.com. And remember, while you're there, we've got not just regular episodes, we have mini-sodes, live versions, a lot of stuff. Maybe you might see a mini-sode pop up in the next week or two. I'm not spoiling it. And please remember that we're on social media everywhere at It Was A Thing On TV. But remember Facebook, we're at It Was A Thing On TV podcast. And we're also on Mastodon, if you search for us, search for at It Was A Thing On TV at tvwatch.party. And also, we're everywhere when it comes to podcasts. We're at Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Audible, Spotify. Can't say Stitcher, though, because Stitcher isn't around anymore. But we're everywhere. You can easily find us. And also, we're on YouTube. Don't forget, go there, like, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. You'll stay informed with all our future releases, including what's going to be coming up next time on the podcast well, guys, over the last five years, we've gone sequentially in order of Thanksgiving Day parades. We started back in 2019 by covering the 1983 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Then in 2020, we went to 1984. And then in 2021, we went to 1985. And then last year, 1986. And this year, 1987. But we're going to take a little trip back in time. We're going to go back. We're going to go... Not to 1988. Well, that's forwards. We're going to go back to 1982. We want to see what happened. I almost want to say the pre-match game Hollywood Squares Hour era. Pre-Mr. Smith sure... era. The what? The pre-Mr. Smith era. Yeah, I mean, basically all the stuff that we were sort of introduced to in the 1983 Thanksgiving Day Parade. We're going to go back to 1982, and I haven't seen it, and I don't want Greg or Chico, if they've seen it, to spoil it. But I'm hoping that we're going to see, uh, you may see, like, Give Me a Break. You may see, what else was big in 82 on uh, NBC? Well, Cheers wasn't big. It was a new show, didn't have many viewers. This is like sort of a quasi-rebound year for NBC. They sort of got the stench from 79, 80, 81 out of themselves. And they're sort of transitioning to the future. So... I guess we're all going to be a little surprised about what happened in 1982 next time right here at It Was a Thing on TV. If you are traveling this Thanksgiving, please stay safe. Please get to your destinations safely. And we will be here later this week with the 1982 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Starlight Express, 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 Starlight Express. Meanwhile, I think it's kind of uh, hot to be wearing these scarves in oh, here. Oh, well, the scarves are must. You can't go caroling without a scarf. Catch your death. Man, you were like one of those kids I remember in uh, high school that used to sell the most candy bars for the marching band. You yeah, know? and you'd yeah. be president of the swing yeah, choir, too. Definitely. Uh, thanks, Joe Robinson. Thanks, Tom Servo. <laughs> what a kiss up this guy. Uh, okay, now, if you'll all look at your sheet music, uh, we can rehearse my new song.
You wrote a Christmas song? Hey, there's no tradition like a new tradition. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas? Uh, yeah, yeah. Based on my favorite movie, Roadhouse. Come on, what the heck does Patrick Swayze have to do with Christmas? Hey, you keep Christmas in your way and let me keep it in mine, okay? Oh, uh, come on, sir. It seems like a nice enough sentiment. We can give it a shot. Come on. All right, okay, okay. Uh, 12 8 time, uh, uh-huh. key of A flat major. Oh, uh, Cambot, shoot him the tune. Uh, okay, you'll just have to stay with me, everybody, okay? Uh, your parts are written out. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. By Crow T. Robot. <clears throat> Paul, let's have a Patrick Swayze, Swayze Christmas. Right. <clears throat> Hit it, Cambot. Oh, oh, I start. I yeah. get it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Okay, pick it up. <clears throat> Open up your heart and let the Patrick Swayze Christmas in. We'll gather at the roadhouse with our next of kin. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll decorate a bar stool and gather round and sing. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas this year. Or we'll tear your throat out and kick oh. you in the ear. Oh, hold it a second. Cambot, huh? stop it. Uh, Crow, Jeez. I don't know if I think this is an appropriate sentiment anymore <laughs> for Christmas. Hey, what? Like a good action sequence don't belong at Christmas? Well, no, it's just that I've never heard of an action sequence in A Christmas Carol before. Well, yeah. well then, grab hold of your socks and read on, Joel Robinson. Uh, okay. okay, pick it up from Measure 20, Cambot. <clears throat> Lovely intro, though. Very tasteful. Thank you. It's my way or the highway this Christmas at my bar. I'll have to smash your kneecaps if you bastards touch my car. I got the word that Santa has been stealing from the till. I think that that right jolly old elf better make out his will. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas one and all. And this can be the haziest. This can be the laziest. This can be the Swayze-yes Christmas of them How long before it becomes a standard? I think you gotta come with me. Come on. Ah!